This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Tuesday, January 16th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Senate leaders press to move disaster bill. Trump says he's flexible about NAFTA timeline. Vietnam initiates WTO complaint against U.S. fish duties. Senate leaders are under pressure to act on an $81 billion disaster bill that the House passed shortly before Christmas. The bill contains $2.6 billion in assistance to farmers who suffered damage to crops and orchards during last year's hurricanes. Florida's two senators, joined by Louisiana Republican John Kennedy, say in a letter to the Republican and Democratic leadership that it's past time for the Senate to act on a disaster bill. The senators wrote, Congress has delayed providing this aid for too long while our communities face the consequences of our inaction. The senator's appeal comes as Congress faces a Friday deadline to extend government funding authority. The new continuing resolution is needed to keep the government open while negotiations continue on a broader spending agreement. Now keep in mind, the House passed disaster bill. It also includes new farm bill spending for cotton and dairy producers, but there are still sharp differences with the Senate on how that assistance should be structured. Trump says he's flexible about NAFTA timeline but wants a Trump deal. When the U.S., Mexico, and Canada began renegotiating the North American Free Trade Agreement last summer, the goal was to wrap it up by December. But that was pushed back until March as the three countries grapple with controversial proposals put forward by the U.S. Now, U.S. President Donald Trump says he'll be flexible, allowing more time for the talks because of an upcoming Mexican presidential election on July 1st. Trump, in an interview last week with the Wall Street Journal, did not say when the talks might be expected to finish beyond March and did not address the complications of negotiating a deal as the U.S. approaches its midterm elections in November. But Trump did threaten, once again, to terminate NAFTA before the renegotiations are complete. He stressed to the Journal that if we don't make a fair deal for this country, a Trump deal, then I will terminate. His tone during that Thursday interview seemed much different than his comments just three days before. President Trump told AgriPulse in an exclusive interview Monday on the sidelines of the AFBF convention, I'm negotiating tough for the farmers. I'm not doing it for myself. I'm doing it because the farmers have not been treated well. We are negotiating NAFTA to try to get a much better deal for the farmer. I think it's going to come out very well for the farmer. Senator Moran, don't threaten NAFTA. Republican Senator Jerry Moran tells AgriPulse President Trump's latest threat to terminate NAFTA should be his last. The Kansas lawmaker speaking in the latest AgriPulse open mic interview said the three-country trade pact is too important to farmers to lose. Moran said, quote, NAFTA is important to us and withdrawal while That's a tactic, perhaps, to get some concessions. The risk of NAFTA falling apart is so great that it's a risk we shouldn't take. Mexico, the largest foreign market for U.S. wheat, rice, dairy, and other farm commodities, largely because tariffs dropped to zero under the 25-year-old trade pact. Farm Bureau lays out state-by-state benefits of NAFTA. As President Trump continues to threaten the possibility of withdrawing the U.S. from NAFTA, the American Farm Bureau Federation continues to press its case on the importance of the trade pact to U.S. farmers and ranchers. To help make its case, the Massive Farm Group has released a new state-by-state, commodity-by-commodity outline 
to show the importance of NAFTA and continued trade with Mexico and Canada. Want to know how much of the fruit and vegetables grown in Texas are sold to our NAFTA trading partners? Or maybe you're curious as to how much of Missouri's rice crop is shipped to Mexico or Canada. This new analysis will show you just how much farmers and ranchers in your state depend on the mostly tariff-free trade allowed under NAFTA. Whether farmers are raising cattle in Oklahoma, milking cows in Vermont, growing fruits and vegetables in Florida, or growing corn, soybeans, and wheat in America's heartland, their agriculture income depends on trade, according to the Farm Bureau. They say many of these trade benefits come on the back of the North American Free Trade Agreement, which has helped to increase U.S. agriculture exports by more than 200% since 1993. Vietnam initiates WTO complaint against U.S. fish duties. Vietnam chafing at the anti-dumping duties that the U.S. slapped on Vietnamese fish fillets is claiming the U.S. is breaking WTO commitments and how it arrived at the decision to penalize the country's exports and the way the U.S. calculated the duties. Vietnam has officially asked the WTO for consultations with the U.S., It's the first step in filing a dispute that could end up being decided by a WTO panel. The Vietnamese action follows closely on the heels of a similar Canadian complaint that charged the U.S. is breaking WTO rules and the way it protects U.S. companies and producers from competition with cheaper foreign imports. U.S. Trade Representative Robert Lighthizer was quick to lash out at the Canadian complaint last week and defended his trade remedies against foreign countries. Lighthizer said, U.S. trade remedies ensure that trade is fair by counteracting dumping or subsidies that are injuring U.S. workers, farmers, and manufacturers. Well, that's Daybreak for this Tuesday, January 16th. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by Watkinson Miller and the United Soybean Board. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Daly.